Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. So today, Jamie and Hillary and I, hi, I'm Melissa, how's it going? Um, We're talking about the lover's card, the lovers. And I propose that we say it lovers throughout most of the podcast because it's more fun. Fine. Agreed. Sounds good. This card had more impact to the readings I did when I was 23. Um, And it had more impact on my life because, you know, I was an insecure young lass and I figured if anybody looked twice at me, that means that they loved me. And if they loved me, then I could love me. And it was all of that intensity that was ego bound, you know, like you see someone across the room and your pants catch fire, (laughs) you know, and then you don't, you try to restructure your whole life around that connection rather than seeing if that connection is appropriate for your life, which I think is the exact difference between the lovers and the, the two of cups. So word, word. Mm -hmm. definitely word. So when I see the lovers in a reading, um, the very first thing that comes to mind is sweet hot pants. The second thing is how are we going to back this up? And sometimes you don't need to, because sometimes hot pants are just fun and you just go and you have fun with the person who made you catch fire and then they go away and it's delightful. But sometimes you try to build a relationship on what is essentially, if, if we look at lovers as alchemy and chemistry of two people, primarily people, sometimes it can be an interest or a thing or whatever. But if we look at it as two people who can't keep their hands off of each other, right? There has to be something more in order to build a relationship. Because most of the divorces that I've dealt with in readings have been people who caught fire and then just kept burning and burning And then the fire went out and they were left with ash, you know? So I think that the lovers is, is a very exciting card, but can also be a cautionary tale. Um, And my favorite lovers card, which I stole because Hillary wanted to use it too. And I got there first because I'm loud is from the wild unknown deck and it's two geese flying together. And uh, yeah, I I will, I will treasure your shit face that you just gave me (laughs) Hillary until the end of time because I won. It's okay. Um, It's okay. I found another one. (laughs) Good. Fine. I'm glad you did. Good. 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 But great. But um, I like the, because the geese mate for life, like uh, geese mate for life. I think swans do. There are other animals, wolves uh, that, that just kind of like, that's my person or my goose. Um, We're going to figure it out. And, and what it tells me, because the imagery in the Rider-Waite-Smith card, right, is like an angel with a big flaming headdress and you have two naked people and the guy is literally looking at the woman's tits and the woman is looking at the angel and there's a burning bush and there's a, a snake in a tree and it's all this biblical imagery. And it basically comes down to ego, right? Uh, I want, I need, I want, I need. But the, the one in the wild unknown says, yes, ego, you know, make sure it's a goose you really want to hook up with, right? But also when that fire burns and then ebbs and then burns and then ebbs, are you going to stick around, you know? So that's kind of the underlying question that I see in the lovers. So I'm going to kick it to the East Coast. Hillary, what, what, what's up? 
Well, now that I stole your first card, but yeah, now, now that you stole like all of my ideas, thank you very much. Um, no, I, I actually, <laughs> thank you. Um, we've, we've been playing with our microphones a little bit before, uh, this, this episode started recording. So we're like whispering sweet nothings to each other, which I think is appropriate for the lover's card. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I find it interesting that Melissa said one of the first things she sees is this, then this. And the, one of the first things I see when I see the lover's card is the fork in the road. And um. I think of not necessarily sexy, sexy, fun time, although the lover's card can definitely mean that, but... I really want to back up what, what Melissa was saying about the, like, the setting the pants in fuego. Um, the lover's <laughs> card is not one that you really want to see when you're looking for a long-term relationship. It can indicate Mr. Right now, but not mm-hmm. Mr. Right. right. Um, so people are just like, oh, yeah, 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 hit me, hit me, lovers, lovers. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. You really do want to see the two of cups rather mm-hmm. than the lover's card when you're talking about, and I have a whole blog post about that. Check that out. Um, but. Tarotbyhillary.com. Tarotbyhillary.com. Um, Rachel Pollock has a wonderful book that I would highly recommend everybody read. And actually, Melissa was nice enough to send me the um, 40th anniversary edition hardcover. Very, very nice. 78 Degrees of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to read from her what she says about the lover's card, because this resonates really strongly with my interpretation of the lover's card. So can we have a fanfare play every time we say Rachel Pollock or Mary Kay Greer's name? Can we have a, I think we could just add a sound for that. Okay, cool. The trumpets. Or, you know, uh, I have an app for that. I have an app for that for the uh, air horn. I can do this. We can make this happen. Or an angelic chorus. Like, yeah, something Um, like that. Yeah. So, oh, where is it? Because some of it is like really, really good. Like, um, Melissa did talk about how the writer Waite Smith um, suggests the Garden of Eden or rather a new Garden of Eden. Um, with the trees bringing enlightenment rather than the fall. Ooh. But what I really wanted to emphasize was this portion right here. The, earliest, the earlier version of the Trump Six sometimes bears the title, The Choice. And in divinatory readings means an important choice between two desires. So, y'all, I think that backs up what I want to say about the lover's card, where if you look at the whole of the major arcana, the fool, it's the fool's journey or the hero's journey, right? The fool is kind of going on a linear path and he's meeting all of these different figures. So first he meets the magician, then he meets this person, then he meets this person. And when you get to the lover's card, that to me is the fork in the road where the fool is presented his first real choice of which way to go because the path up until that point has been linear. Mm-hmm. So, and I try and always point that out as I'm giving a tarot reading, I'm usually teaching the tarot as I'm giving the tarot reading. So I'm just like, no, 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 like, yes, he could be, you know, Mr. Right, but right now he's Mr. Right now. So like, enjoy the sexy, sexy fun time, but be cautioned. (laughs) You have to, you have to make it last, you know, like, otherwise it is going to be, um, like the lightning, um, from that 
you know, Romeo and Juliet speech. Yeah. You know, and, and just from now on, just know that every time I think that you have sex in your marriage, you call it sexy, sexy fun time. So that's a thing <laughs> that exists in my brain now. Okay, but no, I, th- I think I you're think absolutely right. I think that, um, I think that, you know, that it, it is a choice. And I think that the difference between 20 year old me and 40 year old me is that 20 year old me thought that that was the goal that was the goal is you find somebody and it's electric. And what I didn't realize was no, it's hormones and it's pheromones and it's probably that booze that you had, you know? And so in 40 year old me is like, huh, do they have a job? Is it a good job? You know, can they drive their own car? Are they nice to their mother? Like all of the logic comes in and smothers sexy, sexy fun time. And then you end up with a decent person, you know? Right, right. It can't just be that one portion Mm -hmm. of the of the person or the connection it has to be are you connecting with this person on multiple levels otherwise it's not it's just not gonna last so my my card my card sorry i forgot how dare you um so (laughs) madam (laughs) madam since you already took um the one that i was going to take i found another one um i chose the lover's card from the fountain tarot which is a beautiful, beautiful deck. Um, And instead of there being like an angel on high or, you know, the, the tree of fire or desire or logic, um, you have like two figures seated in kind of like a yogic position and they're facing each other. And it's like a little bubble of light that surrounds the two of them. Um, And to me, that card resonates I think a little bit more with like finding that person and like being on that path rather than you know everything that I just said about the choice the choice the choice it always comes back to the choice that um the fountain tarot I feel like that lover's card is more in alignment what with what I guess maybe tarot clients would like the lover's card to be rather than what the lover's card actually is yeah so, but I still like mm. it I still think it's it's really beautiful Mm-hmm. Jamie. Jamers. Yeah. I'm done interrupting Hillary for an outside yep. for me to interrupt you. So sweet. My turn. <laughs> so I agree with both. Um, I think one of the reasons why the lovers is so much more important than say the two of cups is first off the name, you know, we connect more with the name of the lovers better than the two of cups because why would I want two cups? Well, two cups last longer than some relationships you know, for one thing. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's one way I just kind of looked at it. You're not wrong. But yeah, people <laughs> like to see that, that, that lovers. Ooh, my that lover. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. They I forgot want, to say lovers. Yeah, they, yeah want to, they, they want to hear that. They want to go. disappointed in both of you. Everybody Sorry. wants, hey, I said it. They want that sexy, sexy lovehead time. You know, they want to, you know, go in and into the bedroom and be romanced and wined and dined. Although, like, for me, I'm asexual, so I'm like, you don't want to have porn night with me because I will start making jokes about it. I'll laugh. I'll be like, wait a minute. Why are these women popping, like, the pop, the, the little firework, the pop, the poppers at each other when they're naked? I'm like, no, I don't want anybody doing that to me. You know, yeah, I, 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 You're gonna I'm a joy kill. Burn. Put yeah, your clothes you- on. What, what porn what porn have you been watching i know i'm kind of interested too we can talk about that in the next show you guys <laughs> totally 
But yeah, it's I I, I critique the storylines rather than you know look at the women. Or I'm like, okay, that's a body positivity, you know, kind of little short porn. Great. Right. I'm glad they got women that are, you know, uh, full busted or they're showing not the airbrushed skinny minis, you know. Right. So for me, <laughs> the idea of like sexy time is completely different than most uh, well-adjusted or normal you know, says people or even, you know, queer people in the relationship where I, I don't connect on a sexual level. I'd rather have a good snuggle time or I'd rather, you know, hold hands and walk sometimes in my relationships rather than bounce a wow wow. Which sometimes is more intimate than fucking. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's, Jamie, I think you nailed it. I think that the difference between the lovers and the two of cups is with the two of cups, they're looking into each other's eyes and as I said before, the lovers are looking at each other's boobs and like headspace. Yep. The two of cups are um, wearing each other's clothes. They've swapped clothing. They've swapped headpieces. Um, they're holding hands and looking right at each other and doing an even exchange. That's intimacy. Mm-hmm. Whereas the lovers are just naked. And I have a friend named Cassidy who's from South Carolina. And she said the difference between naked and naked is naked is when you ain't got no clothes on. And naked is when you ain't got no clothes on and you're up to something. So I think that the lover's card is naked, It is, you know, and I think that the two of cups is naked. I think you absolutely nailed it, Jamie. I mean, anybody can have sex. Anybody can go fuck. Anybody can, you know, wear a condom and have safe sex because I endorse safe sex. But it takes a real couple to, you know, be naked and just laying next to each other or on each other's, you know, chest or shoulder or something, you know? So yeah, the intimacy is what I get out of it more than mm-hmm. the actual act of rubbing my bits against somebody else's bits. You can start <laughs> you know? a fire that way if you're not careful. Well, yeah. And it's <laughs> just not, I don't know. But again, that's my little asexual point of view on relationship and the lovers and the sex. And the triple goddess deck, I um, have a friend that who, her birth year card is the lovers. And so I honored her and her partner as the figures on that lovers card. So that for me uh-huh. was kind of a, it was a choice, a literal decision I made to honor people I care about into a deck that I was making. So that's what the two figures on that card are, two people I care about and um, chose as heart family. Oh. Yeah, I know, sappy. Dumb. I mean, but it wasn't me, but that's okay. No, it wasn't so, you. You're, you're in another freaking deck, girl. You kidding me? What is up with you today? I'm just... She's sass. She's all sass. No, that's fine. But the card I did choose for difference and everything was the lover, the lovers from the Mermaid Tarot by Lisa Robertson and Julie Dillon. And instead of having two people on the card, we have a mermaid looking at a human representation of herself through a mirror. So I like the aspect that hardly ever comes up in a lot of tarot decks of self-love. The idea that it's time to honor and make a choice to partner with yourself first before you go off and choose between all the fish in the sea. There's my pun. Um, (laughs) Because... That self-love is something I have a hard, I also have a hard time dealing with. I still can't really look at myself in a mirror and like what I see. I've been working on my body. I've got a therapist that is a body positivity in, in that movement, um, including the uh, one size doesn't fit all type, you know, category. So I'm learning how to like myself as I am at any given day. Some days it's better than others, but there are days where I'm just like, yeah, 
bleh, 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 bleh. you know like <laughs> you know my Kendra takes a picture of me and I'm like delete that I don't like the way that looks even though it might be a really cute picture to her of me doing something I normally do or derping out or you know being silly but self-love is important it's it's probably one of the biggest choices anybody can make for themselves yes choice (laughs) choices yes and acceptance you know especially Mm -hmm. in like the trans community you know where with the dysphoria being out there people are stuck in wrong gendered bodies Mm -hmm. it's hard to love yourself when you have a different idea of what's in your head and i've seen firsthand what that does because my partner is trans and she's actually going through all the surgeries and operations to change parts of herself to match the head and she's actually come to an agreement recently that she actually likes who she is and her in her head she can tell that little voice that says you'll never be a woman to stfu now to literally shut the fuck up she wrote a post on facebook and i'm so proud of her for that but that again is a choice she's made Mm -hmm. whether you're stuck in the body and you make the choice not to go through hormone therapy or surgeries you are who you are because you decide who you are you look in that mirror and you you know say i am this i am i am loved i can love myself and in some cases that's the most important choice you can make Mm -hmm. so that's my card i literally don't have anything smart ass to say that was beautiful and I love Kendra, and I'm glad she's healing well. Yeah, I have the chills. I just got the chills yeah. in the back. Thank you, That too. was beautiful. I, it, it is something that, you know, we're doing the reading for someone, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. looking at someone. And sometimes, as a reader, you can see when people don't like what's looking back in the mirror. And I can't tell you, and I'm sure this is the same for both of you, most of the people I give readings for, I re- refer to a counselor. Like, you should really be talking to a counselor so just a reminder to, to our listeners there um, that, you know, tarot readings are not the end-all be-all for everything. And sometimes um, you just need somebody who went to school for, for your specific need. And there's nothing wrong with getting a counselor or finding out what's wrong um, and how you can best adjust it so you have a happier life. So, but I think that's really important because tarot, tarot will show you which direction to go, but Tarot is not a crutch and cannot help you get there. So if you need help getting there, always get in touch with a professional and stuff. <laughs> so what's your favorite uh, card there, lady? Was it, was it the triple goddess? Was it the triple goddess? Not well. The triple goddess was fun to make because I could honor people. But I really did like that mermaid tarot card, the self-love. Because you don't see many cards that don't really have just one critter on it. Sometimes there's one, sometimes there's multiple because polyamory does exist and it is out there. Yeah. I have seen some decks that are poly, you know? Well, I guess you get away with having two favorites because you did create one of them. So, and Lisa Robertson is genius. I think she just signed the contract for her 17th book or something like that. Or something. All I know is that when she shoved the mermaid tarot into my hand, I mean, it was a deck that wasn't even on my radar, but she shoves it in my hand at Newt's one year and I went, oh, okay, this uh, mine. Okay. And I'm not really a mermaid girl. And I know people that are, I know Hillary's just like looking at me like, what? And I'm like, I'm not. Literally with a mermaid pillow behind Hillary right now as we're speaking. Well, and, it's a mermaid sign, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's fine. I, I know about the, the it, it's the, the Coney Island Mermaid Parade, right? 
that you um, Coney Island uh, Brewery Mermaid okay. Pilsner. Okay, but yes, <laughs> gotcha. But there's the that the the Mermaid Parade or something that yes. you know, they do yes. or do out there right every year. Yes, every year. Well, I mean, not 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 yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, so, COVID. I mean, but but that that is one of the largest art in, um, parades in the world, and it's very very body positive. It's yeah. very very focused on self love and expressing yourself, and everyone's beautiful, and ev- all everyone's tatas are hanging out, and no one cares. Um, and people dress up as different things, not just mermaids. So honestly, you know, mermaid lovers card, self love. It kind of works. coming together. But yeah, the yeah. funny thing was, is that, again, this deck, Mermaids, were not on my radar. And then she shoved this deck into my hand when I started playing with it that day. I went, God fucking damn it. It's <laughs> it, like, not another gift deck. No. 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 It, not that way. It was like, Jesus Christ, this deck was meant for me. Mm-hmm. It, but that's it, what it, I'm it saying. Works. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it literally, it was just like, God damn it. God damn you, you mermaids. Potter did the yeah. same thing, man. Potter was like, I'm like, do you want to see this? My friend Lisa did it. And they're like, I'm not really into mermaids. It's not really. And I go, just fucking Let's look at it. it. And they did. And they, I believe, stole it for a while. So I think they still have it, actually. <laughs> so um, if you want a really good in-depth mermaid deck, yeah. Lisa, Lisa Robertson, Mermaid Tarot put out by Llewellyn, it's, it's, it's depth. It's got yeah. body diversity it's got um racial diversity humans and i it it blew my mind it i can't believe i don't have that deck i'm shocked i'm shocked (laughs) i would loan you mine but potter still has it so (laughs) i can't help you out so okay we talked and, and this is this may be a little controversial that we're not all in love with the lovers for relationships where do you like to see it to if you're doing a reading like, no, not two of cups. This is not what I'm asking. Listen, when you do a reading, what kind of reading do you like to see the lovers in? I like to see it in, oh, mm-hmm. um, I got a new job. Lovers. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got, um, I, I met somebody, great butt, right? There's always a butt, a yeah. fairly sizable butt behind I met somebody. But um, I just started writing a book, Fantas- like the lovers. That's great. So where do you guys like to see it? Um, career. Mm-hmm. career definitely especially when especially when they're like hitting that fork and you know they're hitting that fork and that's the reason why they're coming to you for that reading you know that's not not fork is <laughs> in fuck jeez there we have said <laughs> fuck a lot this episode sorry Good grief anyway <sighs> that, but what you know when you have a client sit down and just like i want to talk about my career and sometimes even before the cards come out you're just like so you you want to leave your job because you thought that this was your career and you're discovering that it's not and they're just like how did you know that and just like because i'm paid to know it (laughs) (laughs) because i like it but even before the cards come out you know you start to get wind of that conversation you're just like career didn't this career wasn't what you were looking for was it it's just like i got what i wanted but it's not what i wanted yeah and then when i see the lover's card it's just like you've got to follow follow the love and i especially like to see this card um when i'm talking about career options with multi-passionate people Mm -hmm. and multi-talented people because i'm just like listen 
There are some people that are only good at two or three things. You're good at more than that. So that's not going to be the barometer, the barometer for you to decide which way you're going to go. You have to decide where you're most passionate. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going, because there's nothing wrong with being multi-talented. In fact, good for you, but <laughs> that's not going to help you decide where to go. You have to go with what you love to do, what brings you the most satisfaction. That's where I'm looking for the lover's card. Nice. For me, it's the, I call the card in general, the new relationship energy card. It's that first glom, that first delight of, ooh, I like you. Let's see what happens. And it's perfect for um, creative projects for Uh that first spark, the initial, ooh, I really got to do this. I got to do it. I, you know, it's just like Hillary said, your passion. It's where the love goes. And even if you have multi, et cetera, other jobs or projects you're working on, focus on the one that's glomming onto you right now. The one that you're just like, I'm in love with. I want to whine. I want to dine. I want to give it chocolates until you hit that wall. And then you can move on with something else. Uh It's the new relationship stuff. It's that your, your mind has to go do something with that, whether it's the sexy time portion of it or just spend some time learning what it is. And so that's usually what I'll, I'll tell clients to do with that card if it's not in a you know, true relationship card. Mm-hmm. I've also found that um, when the lover's card comes up, that concept of time goes away, mm-hmm. especially when you're in that sort of circumstance or when yeah, flow. you're that, that flow, that, um, that workflow or that focus flow, um, that flow state. Um, where you look up and it's two in the morning and you're just like, I have no idea why, like how long was I sitting Mm -hmm. at my desk writing or how long was I doing this? Like, oh, like forgetting, forgetting to sleep, forgetting to eat, forgetting to get up and pee. And then all of a sudden, like a few hours later, you're just like, oh my God, I really have to go to the bathroom. It's just like, why? Oh, (laughs) it's because the passage of time happened and you weren't aware of it because you were in this flow state. That's another thing for the lover's card. I think that there's um, a level of maturity to to the lover's card. I think that it is ideal for someone who is in the age range. And, you know, and I've seen this in older clients too. But So I want to say like adolescents, but I do have some clients who came out um, as gay or queer when they were in their 60s and immediately started getting crushes. You know, those big crushes that hit you right in the tummy and you just can't think and you listen to like, the light FM and Delilah and all of the songs make sense. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So whenever you hit that period of time for you, where I think crushes are wonderful, they're called crushes for a reason though, because they will squash you flat. But if you just kind of vibe in the butterfly time, like you guys were talking about, I think that they can be a really valuable way to appreciate other people and how other people can make you feel. It doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be sexy, sexy, fun time. Um, but it can be holding hands. It can be, I saw this person, you know, masked across the room and <laughs> their oh eyes God. met mine. Like I remember one time and I was married at the time and this person was married, but they sat down and I reached to hand them tarot cards and my hand touched theirs. And it was like electrical shock went up my body. And I was like, Oh my God. And I just went completely stupid. And I don't know. I don't know what that was, but it was fucking delightful, you know, <laughs> And it wasn't anything more than touching hands, but I think that the, that kind of connection, I think that lover's card and that kind of intense connection is really important, but that we view it as you can't build a house on this. 
you can't build a relationship on this. You can't, you know, have a great idea. Yes. But if you work until five in the morning, three nights in a row and miss your job the next day and get fired, that's not great. You know? So I think, I think we take that electricity with a little grain of salt and we take it with some caution, but man, I hope everybody in their life has had a crush like that. I hope everybody has experienced that kind of full body, holy shit. Someone else is on this planet that I can't take my eyes off of. Cause it's really delightful unless it tries to get your life, you know? And it doesn't, sometimes it does, as Jamie was saying before, it doesn't have to necessarily be sexual, but sometimes I've had that lover's card come up where it's just like, I've had like a girl crush, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't want to be with that person. I want to be that person. Sue Perkins from the Great British Baking Show. I have ah. the biggest crush on Sue Perkins. I love her more than anything in the world. I love her voice. I love her glasses and her puns. And I mean, I'm bi, so I probably would totally jump on her in that option. But it's not, it's an intellectual crush. It's, mm-hmm. it's because she's smart and she's, she's witty and she puns well and she's beautiful. I think she's amazingly gorgeous. So like, yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, whatever you're saying with sparklers and <laughs> I don't know what was going on earlier. It doesn't have to be that, but it can be something that lights you up, you know? And like, I, I have a crush on um, Kamala Harris. You know, I have some problems with her politics, but I'm excited that she's been, I think that she's a smart woman of color. And I think that our country needs a smart woman of color. And, um, and I have a bit of a crush on her brain because of how clever she is and how um, uh, she gets to points better than any, like clearly better than me today. But like, I have a crush on Kamala Harris because of her brain, because I'm impressed by her and pink because of her shoulders. Like it doesn't have to be sexual. It can be whatever it is about that person that lights you up. I think that's the lover's card, but just remember that lighting somebody up does not a lifelong romance make, you know, are we going to call it on that one? I think so. I apologize for being snarky. I'm going through medication issues. I usually don't have a filter anyway, but today it's just fucking gone. Well, the like, lover's card kind of needs a little bit of that snark because when yeah, you're that's right. I retract make, my apology <laughs> because when you're trying to make those relationships with people, you know, you need to be your full self. That's you know, mm, authenticity. So much, yes, there's so One many of, times in my life with partnerships that I've tried to I um be somebody I'm not, mm-hmm. and then the snark comes out anyway, or you know, your filters start breaking that down. So just be yourself, you know, be that sexy, sexy, fun choice person that the lovers tells you to be, whatever yeah. your sexy, sexy. Yeah, don't, be, don't be a love chameleon because we, we all know that kind of person who changes <laughs> for that person or that partner. Yeah. I think that I gave some advice a couple of years ago. And I think we'll close on this because sometimes when you do a reading advice comes out of your mouth and you're like, that was really fucking deep. I should write that down. And, um, I told somebody never be in a relationship with somebody you're afraid to laugh during sex with ever because sex is goofy and silly and, and you should be able to like laugh in the middle of sex, high five and keep going. <laughs> but that's, that's more important than anything else is that you can feel human when you're, when you're with your partner, whether it's sexual or asexual, whether it's a brain crush you feel your most authentic self when you're with that person. And that's when you know that the lovers is not just an empty word. It actually means something. So there you go.
Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.